Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The following program is rated TV MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, violence, and nudity. It is intended only for mature audiences. you greet me with such a high pitch hi i know and then it gets all Does that mean deep you would love me i think of course, right oh how's everything on your end everything is good yeah? everything is good hi guys hi everybody welcome to talk scary to me Woo! we are excited to be back honestly guys thank you guys so much for all the love yes Truly. i love 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 the questions the <sighs> suggestions I found about I found a lot of true crime stories that I had never heard of before. Thanks. Oh, really? You've just yes. been like in, yes. a, in a pool of yes. crime stories. I can't stop watching. I love that. And you know, I love documentaries too. So I'm like, I don't yeah. want to do everyone. I don't want it all to be around documentaries. But it's I love to see the people and hear their voices yes. and like really get you know yes. involved in it. I've been listening to a lot of true crime podcasts just yeah. to kind. Kind of like get you get know the vibe. yeah get the vibe yeah. and see what other podcasts are doing that we could possibly bring into. What did it. you What did you think we could improve? <clears throat> I on? just was you know what I was imagining. I could I like ours because I'm, I could not imagine talking ugh. about one case yeah. for forty five minutes yeah. to an hour and in a very depressing, depressing heavy, depressing, intense heavy, way. Yeah, like it's I love just, that yes. we have like the fun lightness yeah. in the beginning and then we go to it. And kind of like it sum balances it up. all. It does. You know, I don't want to start my day with just that. It's like if I was just to do horror movies all the time. <laughs> I wait, don't like, you? No. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's me. Sorry, <laughs> that's my I career. I don't know how you don't like get stressed out. I do. Okay, shit. How long does it take you to like recover from one? I usually get sick like the day or two after I wrap. Okay. You know, you're like hold it all together, and then like I end up with a flu or some cold wow. or something. Wow. So you physically, it, I physically it drains get sick. A hundred percent. Wow. It's almost like my like I think growing up as a kid in the business, you're like you can't get sick, you can't get sick, you can't get mm-hmm. like when real people with real jobs get. Uh, to not go to work because they're sick. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't understand how that, because we have to go to work when yeah, we're sick. Yeah, we have to. I, and you can tell. It's so funny. Whenever oh, yeah. I watch a movie, I can tell Me when too. the person has a cold. 100%. I'm like, your voice they're sounds sick. Complete, They've got a cold. They're sick. Completely different. Yes. And wor- acting when you have a cold yeah. is one of the hardest fucking things to do. I hate when my ears clog oh, yeah. and I can't hear the other person. Right. And then I have to create a fucking emotion right now. <laughs> I sound a little low. You guys turn me up a little bit. Either I have a cold and I can't hear anything. Oh, yes. There, there it is. There it um, is. Do you know the first day that I worked on our on Rob Zombie's Halloween, I was sick? Really? Super sick. Carrying what was the, the, first the pumpkin across oh. the street with Lindsay. Oh, that was your first scene? That was my first scene. Oh, crazy. And when I when the when the dude that I ended up getting my Letterman jacket back from, like the fan that I got it from, uh-huh. uh my halls from when I was sick from that first day of shooting were still in the pocket of the Letterman <gasps> jacket. 
Oh, I think you've told me Even this. like one that was like half sucked on that yeah. I wrapped up because I was like, oh, don't I cough, don't cough. I guarantee you that man was like, damn it. I Gross. didn't check the pockets. Oh. <laughs> I didn't check the pockets. eBay. He probably did Daniel and like Harris had sucked had sucked on the uh, Oh my God. Now you're getting more <laughs> detailed. Ugh. I think you were the cause of a lot of people getting sick on the Shut up. <laughs> well, now that you just confessed that you were the first person, the first day you were sick. I wasn't D- around anybody. D and I got sick. Oh. We we got like really sick a week into filming, but I didn't have any scenes with you that day. Okay, okay, okay. I think I Did just you see D. No, <laughs> I, was just I think I just think. brought Lindsay to the door at okay. night. Oh, at night across okay. the street with the pumpkin. Okay, D D Wallace and myself, we were so sick. The scene that we were doing in front of the house, on the porch, right? on the porch. We were Ugh. very, very sick, and I, f- I felt so bad, and we were, like, kind of pointing the finger at each other. You got me sick. No, you got me sick. Oh, <laughs> I got you sick. <laughs> oh, Sorry. So oh, my God. Well, guys, I am um, – a lot of you guys have been asking because, you know, um, in uh, prior episodes before, I opened up about depression and, and anxiety, yes. and everybody was, like, making sure that I was okay and reaching yeah. out and, and reaching out and saying – you know, thank you um, for opening up about that because now I don't feel so alone, and I think that's amazing. I I started journaling. Good for yeah, you, yeah, man. And it's it's kind of helped me. I've never been like a journal, like right. I've never been that type of person. But my 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 guy got me a journal, and I started doing that, and it helped me a lot. Wonderful. Um, but yes, I am I am okay, guys. <laughs> I promise, I'm okay. We just go through these times that are yes. tough sometimes. And um, thank you for everybody that's reached out to me, and um, I'm trying to answer everybody. Um, but yes, you still are not alone. We love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm all for Prozac. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Give me it. Pop yes. it in. Pop it in. Yes. I'm all for therapy. IV. IV. Therapy and meds and mental health, and yeah. it's really important. Do you still do therapy? Oh fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, haven't, I haven't done therapy every Tuesday, in a 11 while. o'clock. Oh my god, I'm obs- I love my therapist. I think I'm gonna go back to seeing a therapist. I think it's because you know, with like my childhood and stuff, I've yeah. I, I've had to do it since I was a kid. It's different. It's different so, when you're an adult and you're yeah. choosing to do it. I, I I did it like um, I always end up going to a therapist when. I'm getting out of a relationship, sure. but it shouldn't be the case. No, I should go. It's not to fix for, it for yes, you, for me. Not My therapist for always else. said, like when couples come in for therapy and they're not married, it's because one of the partners wants the therapist to tell them that they need to break up. Seriously? Yeah. Get out. That's what she said. Oh wow. I wonder if it helps. Have you have you and your husband ever? Gone we to did. Therapy? We've gone once to my therapist. And then once to a couple's therapist. Okay, what's the di- like? What's the difference? Like, did you notice a difference? Of course, I want him to come to mine because she's on my side. Yes, you need like someone that doesn't know, you know. But I feel like she knows him so well, but she knows him from my perspective, which is not good. It's you not need both. Sto- you, need you need both, both sides. Yeah. Yes. So, what did you find? Um, the couple therapists, like, how did it help you guys? That's uh, the too only personal. thing that really like that we went over I think in that it's been a while it was like before we even had kids I think um it was only one time too I wanted to go back maybe it was twice um the only thing that we really took from that session that I just brought up again recently was can we like you know you have homework and it's like the one homework thing that we got was can we try to be affectionate with each other without it being a sexual intention okay because I'm I'm he's I'm I'm not as affectionate as he is 
Um, but his effect, but yet he's not affectionate because I'm not affectionate, but we're both very loving people. That makes sense. That makes sense. So like when I do give him affection or when it's like, you know, I sometimes just want to snuggle up and feel protected and loved, but usually it's like he, you know, the man's like, oh, or my man thinks like, oh, I'm going to, going to get, is this, this is like foreplay. It's like going to get some. Yeah. So it's like, how do you hug each other or touch each other without it being sexual, without it leading or thinking like it's going to have to lead to that if you're not maybe feeling at that time. Okay. I don't know if anybody else has had that situation, but it's like, can you just lay there with each other and not have it turn into something that ends up being in sex? Hmm. I, I mean, yes, for me. For you. <laughs> I'm a very touchy person. Right. Like even when we're sleeping, like my 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 f- our he needs to be holding my foot or my foot needs to be like somewhere. Yeah, it's 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 something like <laughs> that. Even I woke up this morning and I was like, You didn't you weren't touching me. Oh my <laughs> god. Like, I was like, why weren't you didn't even like you were there was no foot, there was nothing. <laughs> I was like, not even when he moved around, there was nothing. Oh my god. <laughs> because Hilarious. we oh, we are so like that, you right, know? And and, right. and when we watch movies, he's on one side well, right now because he's like healing. Normally we're like side by side right. on the couch with each other. But now he's like you know, at the other end of the couch and I'm at the other end and our legs are just like intertwined with each other right. and he's massaging my feet. Oh my yeah, God. We yeah, we are see, super. That, I know, yeah, I know. Not, I'm like, <laughs> massaging, don't touch but my I'm feet. I'm just imagining you and, you you and David face. like on two cushions just like sitting. Yeah. Wow. Much. See, I can imagine. I could not. That would be a deal breaker for me. If if somebody, it's interesting because if somebody. But we're touchy-feely. Yeah, but I like, you know, that needs to be like a the main, you know. Like touchy My love, husband cannot, cuddles. he just cannot touch me without him wanting to have sex. It's, I'm serious. So I have to just stay away. Unless, <laughs> well, that's unless a great it's, problem. That's unless so it's good. time, you know? And then you're like, okay, cool, whatever. Oh, but yeah, for sure. It's I like, how that. do you balance inside, that out? Inside and everybody's different. Every, every relationship is different. Totally different. I mean, ours is like, do you want like do you want to have sex? Is this it? I don't know. It's is this, you know? Oh my god! I mean, he used to walk. He used to walk by me. He doesn't do it as much anymore. But would walk by me and like he would like slip his finger like between the crack of my butt from behind. And it was you like know a, like, like a I don't know why just like what popped in my brain was like a cowboy like walking through pretty exactly that's exactly what it was oh wow but I would I would be like ah don't do that like it freaks me out you know like I'm like doing the dishes or something well you do have a great butt so oh, maybe thanks. that's why thanks. I mean it is it's a it's a butt <laughs> it's so, a yeah big I get butt it right now I too, get it for sure oh my god I just stick my my fingers in Tom's butt when he's walking I just go bah. <laughs> Well, maybe that's why you're not getting any. That's not hot. <laughs> He's like, if you did that to me, I'd punch you. <laughs> oh, there's a playful, Black. playful relationship over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. We actually just started. Uh, this is going to. We, we've already talked about farting and all that stuff. Um, oh, God. I, I tooted in front of the other day. Purposely? <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm not going to fucking like walk around, like walk away. And I thought it was going to be like a little, you know, silent, like silent, but it was just me, a little thing. And then he, he was like, <gasps> he's like, you did it. And I was like, I did it. It's like, oh my God, we, you did oh, it. No, like, now it was it's like, game we on though. celebrated. No, 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 it was just, it was just nice. Man, dude, it's, sometimes it's hard to like, you know, my stomach hurts. <laughs> Go out like. of the room. I'm not, I'm, I am, I am. There are some things that do not need to be shared with your partner. I mean, no, I'm not going to go do, I don't do that often, but you know, I, it was, it was interesting to like have Do you that. tell him like, I'm going to the bathroom? Like, you, like. Yeah. And we use meditate. Oh, you say I'm going to go gonna meditate. I'm going to meditate. <laughs> 
It's our meditation time. Okay. I, I turn on the bathtub. I like. Oh, but I you'll love... fart in front of him. Are you insane? On an accident. It was an accident thing, and but it was our first time of me farting. <laughs> okay, guys, <laughs> have you never farted in front of your partner on no. accident? No, bitch. No. By the way, everybody loves when I go, bitch, to you. <laughs> it's going to be our new slogan. Bitch, <laughs> tell me the truth. They like when you call them, when you say uh, uh, honey or love or there was like something else too. Oh, really? Yeah. Babe, well, baby, 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 baby. Yeah. Baby, come on. No. Never? One time on accident. Okay. Okay. Yeah, mine was accident too, but it was just like But our that wasn't like a, moment. okay, now I've done it, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh god that was embarrassing I'll never do that again and oh, it was really? honestly he was cracking my back I was laying on the floor oh that's right you and he was cracking that. my back you for me and he just pushed my low back and it was like oh god so well, embarrassing that's why I'm always I'm always nervous when I get massages too that, that I'm gonna toot I wonder if anybody we should ask a massage therapist if they've ever had that happen oh my I'm sure they have worse but then you're like stuck in a little room you know what I just you got know? a massage um the other day and it sounded like someone in the room next to me was getting more than a massage oh really and I didn't know that they did that here very often I mean you're a girl I mean maybe men you know it was a woman wait there's a website there's a website or like an app or something that tells you which salon which places give happy endings get the fuck out I swear to god that's not Legal, right? Of course not. Then what? And then how it's do they like, have a website? It's like, hey, you wanna, you wanna me to jerk I think you it's off? like guys that like post like like a secret little wow, something like, uh, hey, you can get that here. Holy shit! Hey, anybody? If you got, I want to know if anyone that's listening has ever had a happy ending yet. Oh well, dude, I, f- I filmed in Thailand and and half, oh well, yeah, half I'm the sure. crew were like, yeah, oh, we I'm knew sure. it. We knew it when they came <laughs> home. <laughs> I was like, Kevin. <laughs> he was like, yeah, fourth time this week. I was oh like, my Jesus god, Christ. Jesus! I was like, well, you're relaxed, but I'm I guess tense. It's, it's just a hand job, so. I don't know why that's such a big yeah, deal. Yeah, but it's different for women. We can't oh, yeah, give a no, massage. No, no. Yeah. It's like, you know. Yeah, no. What's going to happen? I, I yeah. can't, you know, and a lot of people don't know how to fucking do it right. Yeah, Like, no. that just sounds like a miserable time. Yeah. I wonder, is there women that go and do that, guys? Can you ask, can you um, answer that question? I wonder. I wonder. Have, would you? No. Bitch. By who? <laughs> By... <laughs> Gross. No, no, no. No, I wouldn't either. No. I, I, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> Unless there is like, there's like a menu, and they all look like Brad Pitt and like Patrick Swayze, like boned and had a beautiful baby. But uh, but <laughs> I single. do I do only get massages from men though. Me too. Oh, I have I have yeah. to have deep tissue yeah, rough hands. I can't do women's this hands are no. too bony. Yeah, man. I don't like it. I, I it doesn't. I agree. I agree. And then they whisper like, "Is it okay? Oh yeah. No, no harder. Yeah. Is it okay? No harder. You're like, let me know if the pressure is too strong. You're like, I, I barely I feel did. you tickling me. <laughs> Bitch. I and don't dig your elbows into me because your hands aren't strong enough. Yeah. Please. You're killing me. Do you know me. I have a fun, funny story, actually? And then we'll get into the more sex sex talk here. Um, and I don't – I think I've shared this to you before. You know those but, – like those, those, um, those like vans that are at the side of the road that say like topless maids? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So my buddy – did I tell you this? My buddy no. ordered one. One day, no. he ordered, and I always wondered. That's interesting. Yeah, and they they do. They come in and they 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 take off their. Do they tops. really clean the house though? So they don't. They don't clean the house. What? They what don't are you clean the for? house. They just sit there. I think you're paying for like 
something, some fun, fun time. But my buddy was like, my buddy literally handed him the the cleaning supplies and the women looked down at it and were like, the fuck do you want me to do with that? They're like, we want you to clean. You got to clean. Topless. <laughs> but the women were like in shock, apparently, that that's what he wanted to have happen. It was so, I, I just was cracking oh up. Oh my God. When I heard that, I was cracking up. Have you ever been violated when you're getting a massage? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yes, by a woman, actually. Oh. Yeah. I like when, like, my butt's massage is really, really nice. But sometimes, one woman, but their like, fingers, like, slip in there sometimes. Yeah, don't they, they get into your butt crack. Well, I don't know. I've had them get into other areas. I, me too. Me too. Some, sometimes when they, like, spread your legs or whatever and they're going, to, like, yeah. I just don't, like, don't, I don't really need there. your finger to, to be don't swiping touch, don't over touch there. there. Yeah. No, or, or when I go to the Korean spas too. Yeah. I mean, but I'm getting a scrub oh, but down. Different. I'm like, that's different. She's like, oh, you haven't yeah. been scrubbed down in a An while. Olympic sp- we should go to Olympic spa together. It's I my would favorite. Love to. Oh my god, I'm like, get. It's been closed for so long, so maybe now it'll be. It's open. I, I know it's open now. I wonder. I know all these oh. masks. Like- you guys, Korean spa. If you've never been to a Korean spa, it's so not spa like, but it's fucking amazing yeah you're just naked you don't you're not allowed to work you have a teeny tiny little towel but you yeah. don't even use it you don't use it you walk and around you're, nude you're put on like a slab uh, like a rubber bed thing mm-hmm. and you're fucking hope bucketed down with warm water <laughs> and, and you're scrubbed, scrubbed aggressively and yes, you're, you're literally everywhere. moved around like an animal <laughs> this woman yeah. doesn't this care side, this side this <laughs> side i've had it a couple times after um i've like had a baby and it was very it oh. was like i had to say like uh eh, 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 yeah don't, like please 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 yeah. Yeah, that's trauma, 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 trauma. Oh, but you know, after having a baby for carrying for ten months, you can't lay in your belly. You're like, oh, just give it to me. Really? Can you not? How are you gonna lay in your belly? Wow, I have so. Oh, I thought after. Oh, after, yeah. Okay, okay. That's the first thing you're gonna do. I was like, what? No, like that's how I sleep. After that baby comes out, yeah, me too. So after that baby comes out, you're You're like, like, give me on my stomach. (laughs) So good. All right, right, give me some questions. Let's talk. Okay, cool. So I have one that I thought was super interesting, and and um, I just want to want to help out this girl. Uh, Jocelyn is her name, so it's a little bit um, wordy. She she DM'd us. She goes, "Hey, ladies. First off, I'm such a huge fan, and and I love you both. Danielle was a pleasure meeting you in Anaheim back in October. So I have a question about love. I guess you can say I met this guy. I asked him out, and when I took a solo Disney trip, and he was working there." Mind you, I have a ton of social anxiety, and this is not something I normally do. But there was just something about him I could not ignore. We've gone on two dates, and we've had so much so much in common, and he's given me signs that he really likes me. However, I get mixed signals. He takes weeks to talk or respond to me, and I'm always the one who initiates the conversation. He says promising things about wanting to see me again, but then I feel like I'm being ghosted. He'll apologize when he does this, but I feel like there's not much effort and I don't want to continue initiating the conversation in fear that I'm being annoying or something. He explained he got a lot going on and his mom being sick and he has school and work, which I can understand, but I still feel like he could be a little better at communicating. This is embarrassing to admit, but I am 27 and never had a serious relationship. Only hookups, but I actually like this guy, so I want to do things the right way. He has not initiated anything sexual. Rather, he's been really respectful, which gives me a sign that he's not looking for a hookup. But I feel so new to the dating world. Hmm. So what I've learned is 
if a guy really likes you, he's going to go after you. Mm-hmm. You don't need to call. Mm-hmm. You don't need to pursue. You don't need to push it. If they want it, they come get it. Yes. And there's so, no excuse. There's, there's no, no excuses. Excuse. No. Um, no. If he wants you, he'll come get you. So I think you need to move on. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Dating is not that hard. No. You will be able to tell if someone is into you, someone wants to pursue a relationship. Because they do. Yes. And 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 this 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 bullshit of apology yeah, no. and then uh, and then no, repeating no, the no. action, apology, yeah. repeating no, the action. No. Jocelyn, would you do that to someone? That you liked. Yeah. No, it, you it's would, plain and simple. I, you it's know, hard as the girl because you don't know what your role, like if you should be the one to make those calls and to make that happen. You know, I was oh, I was definitely. the aggressor, but yeah. if it's not reciprocated and they're not coming through, then it's peace out. Yeah. yeah. And, and this is, a lot of these questions were kind of similar to Jocelyn's. I feel like one one tool that I have that I've used, that I've learned to use, is literally swipping, like, 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 like putting my 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 body in that person's shoes. Would did you say I swipping? Yeah, I did. I don't know why. I created a word, guys. Hey, guys, swipping. swipping. So, what does it mean? Is what does swipping mean? I don't fucking know, bitch. I was trying to say switch. I think is what I was trying to say. Put yourself in those those people's shoes. Would you do that to somebody? Would you do that to this person? You no. know, it's like, yeah, exactly. But listen, Jocelyn, we've all done it and yes. continued to do yes. it time and yes. time and time again until until I found my partner that was like showed up all the time. And it was that's why I got married. I was mm-hmm. like, wait, you do what you say and say what you do. Like, mm-hmm. I- I'm so confused mm-hmm. at that you're like showing up. I always thought like I, I had to, you know, push it a little mm-hmm. bit or make it happen or make them want me or make them like me. And it's like, no, I don't they know. Do. Where, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's like a common thing now. It's yeah. like people are. are are, are like that and really like it's so casual now yeah it, it, and I, I haven't heard too many success stories with like actual like relationships yeah there's so much like dating yeah. apps and there's it's so much now just confusing. given to us yeah, yeah. and I think it, at, at 27 I mean don't don't let that get you down it's changed a lot it has yeah but when you find that person yeah it'll it's not click. gonna be hard it, exactly. It's not difficult when you're with the right person. It's it's work sometimes, but it it falls into place. Mm-hmm. It isn't. There shouldn't be like I don't know what to do. Does he like me? Does she like me? They're doing. You know, if it's if there's questions this early, it's usually not your person, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. There, there's gonna you know, be plenty was, of fish. I was talking to a uh, someone um, the other day that is uh, in his fifties and divorced and has kids and new to the dating world and how, I mean, I can't even imagine how you navigate that after being married for so long, you know? Um, And he said to me, because he took a a girlfriend of mine out on a date. I set them up uh, and they went and had sushi and it just wasn't a match, but that's okay. And they had a really nice time, but it just wasn't a thing. So when I talked the other day, he's like, oh, I never talked to you about how it went with her and blah, blah, blah. He's like, you know, a lot of my friends are, when I told them I took her to sushi, they were like, what? What? Wait, why did you why did you do that? Like that's not how you take that's not what you do on a first date. You what? don't even know if you like the person. Like you go get coffee or a drink or something. You don't want to take them to sushi and spend all that money to like not be interested. Oh my god. I was like, no, 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 no. I don't know who's giving you that advice, but don't you dare take my 44-year-old girlfriend for fucking coffee. Coffee. Like, I'm sorry. Are we 17? It does it seem like a lot of single men in 
that are older are kind of going by different rules now. Like like they're in their tweens. Like they're retarded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say that. I love that word, but by with the way. Like, I don't mean it but, like that. But, but with like dating, yeah. I mean, it seems like it's more laxed. It's well, it's more sh- lax. But it shouldn't be. If you're dating a woman. But not respectful. Like 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 yeah. too lax. Yeah, of course. Like, bro, come over and I've got like five dudes and we're smoking a joint. Pretty much. There it is. Pretty much. Huh. Is that our fault though? Maybe it is. Did we make it okay? We, we made pro- it okay. We made it okay. It is. It is. I, I trust me. I'm the cool fucking yeah, girl let, we that talked I could have done anything. Yeah, yeah me too. We were the cool but that's girls. not really what you want. No, you don't really want to be the cool girl. But you Nick, want for a guy to show up at your house. Yeah, the time that he says he's going to show up on the day he says he's going to show up and have reservations somewhere. Yeah, and go have a nice dinner. And you know what? Open the fucking door. Yeah, like, my, my dude that's does all, that. I love that's it. all you need. Like, I, that, that's what made me get married. Yeah. was like, wait, he's here. It's 7 o'clock and there's a knock at my door. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, just come show up. Yeah. Come through. Be a good person. Put a little effort into it. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think w- we have created it. I we think created we created that it's okay. And a lot of other things have created it as well. But I, I think if if women, if this is what we want, I think we need to like <laughs> say no to the uh, the invites yeah. that don't suit us. It's true. <laughs> and vice versa, men. Say no to the invitations that don't suit you. Yeah, like, maybe just, if a girl like says, hey, you want, you want to just come over and hang out? Say, actually, maybe we can go out and get dinner. Like she would yeah. fall over. Yeah. Yeah. If you were like, actually, I want to take you out. I'd love to go out. Yeah. somewhere and, and have a nice dinner like that would blow it's the simplest thing that would fucking blow yeah. me away I'm, I'm I'm thinking because when Tom and I first started dating I mean mind you you met on it was yes we met on Bumble and it took me a month <laughs> to see Tom it took me a but month that's different you don't know him yet yeah I didn't know him so I, he kept of on course. trying to hang out yeah but he kept on trying to like he he was you know working on a ranch obviously, um and he kept trying to get me to go out there and I just like the first Come time me up. I don't want to go to a ranch Fuck and no. ride a horse that I'm like wait not we super do true crime with. stories don't you know that you meet wait a minute yeah this get is in your car go start. two hours meet to a, a guy ranch. online that is probably catfishing you to go to a farmer. ranch and Killer. yeah and then uh, we're paying all this money to have the ground exhumed yeah. to look for your bones yeah exactly yeah exactly. no scout scout scout. So no, then I just went to his house for the first oh, date. Oh, that's anyways. nice. Oh, that, oh, my God. What the fuck's the matter with you? Because so, you think you're like, like oh, my God. Pepper spray and a blade. Did you? Did yeah, you? bitch. I had a pepper spray in one yeah, pocket. <laughs> and a blade. I was ready. But I think my hands were in my pockets. I was like, okay. Oh, my God. I sit here just... <laughs> Oh my god, that's crazy! No, I'm just kidding. I'm you're just lying. Kidding. You're lying. I'm just kidding. Oh. Actually, Tom bought me the first can of pepper spray I've ever had in my entire life. Oh my god, the next podcast I will tell a very funny story. Tell me your story because no. I have a funny story about about a pepper spray. Do you really? Yeah, I do. Okay, yes. so but how much time? We're gonna have to. We need time. Okay, so pepper spray stories, guys. So I was dating this girl, and I was very, very upfront with her. Yeah, I was like, I'm, 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 you know going through my sexuality right now. I'm not sure exactly what I want. I don't want anything serious. Oh, that must have been like challenge accepted, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Tr- true. Yeah. Totally. She yeah. was she was like you're going to be uh, you're going to be mine. Yeah. And you know, I was I was telling her that I was seeing other people and she let me rent out her her guest house. So I was living in her guest house okay. and then we were boning as well. So it was oh, like a really God. 
mixed, mixed, really weird thing. So I ended up having to, I had a date with her that Don't night. Don't shit where you eat. Bitch, I was doing that all my 20s. Oh my God. I was like, shit. Ah, eat too. <laughs> Shit. Ah, eat too. And <laughs> then I was running as fast as I could for the hills. I was like, guys, got directions. I need to get out of here. <laughs> Anyways, oh my God. So I went to go hang out with my friend Skip and um, no physical, nothing, like like my friend. Yeah. And I was walking into Trader Joe's and, and an employee was running out and he was chasing someone and he was just like a crazy ass spraying the pepper spray. And, you know, I felt some, like, you know, hit my body, but I didn't think anything of it. And we walked into the store, and Skip goes, what's that on your fucking face? And it's, like, just yellow everywhere. And I can see it in, like, the reflection of, like, the the hot dog package. I was like, what is this? And I just, like, go and rub it off, and it gets in my fucking eyeballs. And I can't see anything. Oh, God. All Trader Joe's offered me was a water. Was a water bottle that was it i couldn't fucking see anything oh my god and then i had to call this girl and cancel my date and she was like i hear you're with a guy you could just be honest with me oh you didn't god. have to come up with this pepper and she's like i'm throwing your shit out and i like can't see anything she's like come get your shit now and i don't know her address i just know like the landmarks of where to go but you live there well, I was with Skip, so I had to get oh, him. I had shit. to get him in a car oh, God. with my eyeballs closed oh, God. and try to tell him to go to get your shit that was on fire yes, in the yard. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> literally. And then we get there, and I can barely see. And there's just clothes being thrown at me, and I'm just like, "What the fuck is happening?" So what did we learn? <laughs> To shit where you don't, <laughs> don't fuck your landlord. Oh, damn it. I didn't know that was, I didn't know. It was, I got some money off the rent, man. Oh, wait, she charged you rent? <laughs> what kind of shit is that? Wait, what? Oh, yeah, wait, what? Wait, that's not okay. Oh, so I was paying her. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. So I, I had peppers, I had a pepper spray um, on my keychain. Okay. I think I was like in my early 20s. And I was at um, the drugstore on Ventura and Laurel, like the Rite Aid or whatever, in that little corner there. And I had a bunch of gr- stuff in my hands that I just gotten at the store. And I was getting into my car and I couldn't get my key in for some reason. This is back before. And this is so long ago. I don't think we had like, I don't even think I had one of those. Oh my God. Oh my God. You're right. I had a real key if anyone knows what a fucking key is. So I went to put the key in and somehow it's so ridiculous. I ended up spraying my pepper spray on myself in the parking lot, <laughs> right in my face, because I was like, how do I get this in? I, I dropped all of the bags in the middle of the parking lot. Oh. I was like, oh my God, I can't see. And then I couldn't breathe. And then I was trying to, to find my way in back into Rite Aid to have, to have help, please someone help me. And then God, and everyone's looking at me. Were you just I'm screaming help? Screaming no help. No one was coming to you. They're all staring at me. Oh, Los Angeles people. Come on. I'm in the parking lot. Like, <laughs> the door to my Lexus is wide open. I've got fucking, sh- you know, tampons. They're probably trying to get around you to get into pro- your car. Pretty much. Like, dodge yeah, dodge they, the blind exactly. woman. Exactly. Oh, my dodge God. Steal and car. I, like, went running in and was like, oh, I can't see. I sprayed myself. I sprayed. Help me. Help me. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't see. It was horrible. I had oh, to stick no. my head underneath a water fountain. Yeah. They were like, come. They, they, the cashier like help me push it under the water fountain and like sat there for half an hour trying to get this shit out of my eyes. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. It stays forever. I've never carried pepper spray on my keychain since that day. 
shit. So maybe I shouldn't carry these powers. Not on your keychain. Because I know I would. I know. Uh, me also, too. It It's complicated. It's complicated. The fucking thing doesn't look like, you know, a spray bottle. Yeah. It, so it's got I, a thing and a thing. I'm going to fucking spray myself. Yeah. I know I will. It's not fun. And and who has time? Who to has take time? it out and spray somebody? Yeah. Like no. when you're being, you know what I'm saying? No, just carry a knife. No, don't carry a knife. <laughs> just stay away from people. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit stay away. stay away from danielle y'all oh. stay away from danielle Hell yeah stay away from all me. right okay i wonder do we have time for one more sex question or should we just hop on to the crime we've kind of been going how eh? much time do we have oh okay oh, oh so. yeah yeah let's answer one more fun sex question that you have over there okay let me see let me see, <laughs> let me see. oh here we go okay um this is a question for you scout speaking of um okay so this, I'm not going to say her name just in case. So she says, Dear Miss Harris and Miss Taylor Compton. Do, do you prefer like Miss Compton, Miss Taylor Compton? Like, you, you know, they put Taylor in there because, well, you know my real name, yeah. Desiree. They put Taylor in there because it, it sounded, well, it was Desiree, Star, San Diego, Compton. San Diego, because they're like, oh, it sounds too Spanish. So they were like, get rid of the Desiree Scout. Oh, Scout Compton. Uh. Sam, what's your real last name? Uh, San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. Well, no, no, it's it's Compton. San Diego is my mom. Compton's my dad. Okay. It was like Desiree San Diego is Desiree Desireita. Desireita, as they would say. But yeah, so they popped in Taylor there just because they were like, well, Scout Compton. That sounds too rough. You need to look gen- you need to sound gentle. So oh, they put Taylor, Taylor in there. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um anyway, anyway. So, Miss Taylor Compton, Miss Compton. Yes. Um Miss I don't know if you know how to say your last name again. Uh so <laughs> for San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> um okay, so she says first I've sent this email once. However, I believe it was incorrect to an incorrect email. So I'm sorry if this is a duplicate. Second, I want to say thank you both for putting this podcast out there and being so open. You both are amazing human beings. I recently met both of you at a convention and you both were so kind and attentive to your fans. We Aww, love our fans. Yeah. You both have spoken openly about being with an individual of the same sex, whether it being just fooling around or further. Scout has even mentioned on the podcast about identifying as bisexual. I've struggled my entire life. I'm 30, so that's a long time. That's not a long time, girlfriend. No. Um, with my sexuality. I am open with my close friends about being bisexual. However, I am still closeted to the majority of my family and to the public. The reason I'm still closeted is due to a very negative reaction by my parents when I initially came out to them in high school. Their reaction paired with being raised Catholic and conservative viewpoints by relatives made being open very difficult. The reaction by parents uh, made me question myself and even hate myself as that was their opinion of the situation. With that said, my question to both of you is, did either of you have someone respond in a negative or hateful way and when they found out about your choice to be with an individual of the same sex? If so, how or what was your response to these individuals? While I do not believe any of my family listened to the podcast, I prefer to remain anonymous due to the nature of the question. Thank you so much for putting this podcast out there and potentially responding to my question. Oh, man. So did you ever have that discussion with your family? You know, I did. You, you know, actually, my mom... Uh, approached me when I was like 10 and she was like, you know, it's okay. <laughs> I was like, what's well, okay? Mm. She's like, if you like girls, if you are a lesbian. She thought I was just a lesbian. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she, she, she just was like, you're a lesbian. You it's were like, okay. what? I was like, 
Huh? Maybe it's that scissoring like you did with your, your oh, you her boss's daughter. <laughs> you knew about the kissing. You knew when I filmed a short. It's called After School uh, Delight, where oh, it was wait. a girl. Yeah, I, I did the short for a school, and it was about this like twelve-year-old who was a lesbian and was like discovering it with her f- best friend. Okay, playing doctor. Did you and write I and had produce to, this? No, no, no. I was twelve. Oh wait, <laughs> I, I had to. I had to. Someone um, asked you to so, do this. So, yeah. So I, I did a lot of um, like. Um, school, oh, I see. Like right, you know, right. you know, little shorts and yeah. stuff. I did a lot of that when I was in my younger years, just to get the experience. Sure. And I remember my character had to kiss the girl. And I had to do like a, a screen test with a bunch of girls, and I was the one that was comfortable. And I had to, you know, right. And I, th- I think after I filmed that, my mom was like, "Hey, it's okay." Right. And I was like, "No, I like both." And my oh. mom, my mom was super supportive. My dad was so supportive. But I think I've opened up about this. I didn't know that my grandparents d- weren't okay with it. Hmm. I mean, they never voiced it. But when is I, your mom's parents or your dad's parents? This is my mom's parents. Okay, because I recently went um, over to visit them, and they were saying some kind of weird comments to like a commercial of like a gay person, mm. and I was like, and I kind of was getting uncomfortable with it, and I finally just was like, "Do you remember that girl?" I've told you this before. I was like, "Do you remember that girl that I brought for Christmas? That was my girlfriend." I was like, Good I, for you. you know, I like, I, I stood up for myself, right? And and it was fine. It was fine. It, it might not be something that they agree with, right? But honestly, all I can say is, we create our family. Yeah, you know, and that does help if you are in that situation where you feel like people around you might not agree or or might give you a hard time. But honestly. What kind of fear is that to live in? I what feel, is it anyone's fucking yeah, business? Yeah, I feel who like who you do or don't want to be with. I feel like for you to feel better, you like fuck it, fuck yeah. it. That's what I say. Give a big fuck it. If you want to tell someone, they they then you'll learn if they, they can choose to to be in your, be life, in your life or not. Or be out. But don't not be you and be with who you want to be with because of that. And as long as you're being true to yourself. Yeah, and don't just because I, her family, right? Her parents. Yeah. Just because your family wasn't okay with it, your parents. Yeah, you might be surprised by some other people's opinion on it. Yeah, because it's you know now it's it's starting to become at like what it should have always been. Yeah. Um, and I, I do hope that you have people around you. That was me. I, I, I think in my early, like when I was 18, when I first moved to LA, uh, I was all up and down that lesbian scene because I didn't have that in right. my, in my childhood. So I was like, I need to discover what this is and I need to create the people around me to figure out if this is me and who I am and be around people that are going through the same thing as me. I guess I just don't, I get, it's hard for me to understand how you don't accept your children for who they are, no matter who they are. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know how it's what. What's the big deal? Like, who cares if your kid is gay? What What does it have to do with you? It's just how they were raised. How they were raised, right and wrong. It's just a different era. It It really is. I honestly, with politics or anything, <laughs> always what people say it's it's their era. It's their era. It's what it's their era. I'm like, fuck off. (laughs) Like, get with the times, man. I don't get it. Get with the times. It's like my brain literally can't compute. I did get a question from someone asking me how I would feel if I found out one of my sons was gay. And I was like, oh, my God, that'd be fucking fabulous. Yeah. (laughs) 
That would and be what a kind of weird question to like, like whatever they are, they are <laughs> great. Yeah. Like I don't listen. I ha- I had boys. I chose to have boys because I didn't want a daughter. Yeah. So if both my boys are gay and I have then have their husbands or their boyfriends, I got all four guys that yeah, all the boys. Great. Who who needs a daughter in law? <laughs> Awesome. I'm going to deal with that bitch. I'm oh. fine with my boys being gay. It'll oh, be I love way that. more fun for me. And they can still have kids and get married and do whatever they want to do. Like, yeah. I want my kids to just be fucking happy. Yeah. I saw something the other day that was talking. I don't know where I saw it. Uh, I wish I could remember. That was, do you know how many weeks an average person lives in their lifetime? No, don't scare me right now. I literally was thinking this morning, I was like, I don't want to die. I don't ever want to die. Well, you're going to <laughs> at some point, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, what is what is the average? You, it was really, f- like, m- shocking to me, because we always talk about, like, living your best life, living yeah. every day and all that stuff. We The average lifespan is, like, 79 years, 79, point, 79 years, 8 months, something like that. So if that's true, um, then we only live 4,000 weeks in our lifetime. Put that into perspective. Holy balls. That's not a lot. No, that's not a lot. 4,000 weeks. So live your fucking life and fuck the people that don't want to be in it, girl. And that goes, that, listen, you know, I have family issues. uh, Same here. You know, my husband's side and, and, um, it's hard to, sometimes you're like perceived as the black sheep mm-hmm. when you distance yourself from toxic relationships or people that are not accepting or, you know, you can't choose your family, but you can choose who you choose to have in your family. Yeah. So um, you don't have to to have that negative energy in your life. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if it's your parents, mm-hmm. if it's your siblings, if it's your friends, like, you know, it, it you get to a point where you're just like, I need to take care of me. And when you get to that point, too, I mean, of, of not caring about what other people think, you're going to feel Liberating. so much better. Oh, my God. It's going to be like you are taking the first step in your actual, like, life. You'll find your group. Come. Yeah. We will take you in. Yeah, we we'll take it. you. <laughs> we'll take you. We support you. Um, we have your back. And just go be – just be happy. Yeah. You know? I love that. Just be happy. Okay, Love so that. now let's talk about some bad stuff. Let's talk about bad stuff. <laughs> let's get into. Ooh, I'm excited. What did you bring us? Okay, so I'm really. I've always been really interested in female um, serial killers or killers. Yeah, because they do. They're, they they're way. I think they're so much more fucking wicked. So um, women are fucking crazy. Yeah, they we. <laughs> Guys are yeah. like, I tried to see my dick in her. She freaked out and I strangled her to death. And then I threw her in the ditch. Like women, women are way, way. I cut off your dick. I ate it. That's I put right. it in a blender and I made a smoothie. That's basically what happened here. Oh, shit. <laughs> Similar. Not my dreams, guys. Not my dreams. <laughs> so this this is about this chick. Um, I don't even want to call her a chick. She's She's a dead monster. It's crazy um, ass. Uh, um, her name's Catherine Knight. Mm-hmm. A few of you wrote to me about looking her up, and I, I did not know her story. Um, so it says how so – I'm going to read this. This is from allthatsinteresting.com. Um, I'm going to skip around a little bit because it's a bit lengthy. So okay. how Catherine Knight slaughtered her boyfriend and made him into stew. That's <laughs> 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 a witch shit right there. <laughs> So she was a slaughterhouse worker. Damn. Catherine Knight. She became the first woman in Australia to receive a life sentence without parole after she decapitated and cooked John Charles Thomas Price. 
So, I'll read you this. Okay. Most lovers' quarrels end with an apology, but for Catherine Knight, murder and mutilation were the end result. Not only did this Australian abattoir, am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Workers stab her lover with a butcher knife at least 37 times in February 2000. She then chopped him up, cooked him, and prepared to serve him to his own children. Get the fuck out. Why do you bring the kids into it? Because she's a crazy bitch. <laughs> Wait till you see what she looks like too. She's oh my God, I'm imagining. Crazy. I'm imagining so much stuff right now. Even before this grisly killing, the life of Catherine Mary Knight was marked by violence and sexual abuse that only hinted at the bloodshed to come. Mm. She had a really bad childhood. She was, uh, of course, um, let's see, um, her, uh, her father was a violent alcoholic who raped her mother multiple times a day. Knight herself claims that she was sexually assaulted by several family members until the age of 11. In school, Knight was known as a, a bully who terrorized smaller children without ever learning how to read or write. She quit at the age of 15 to work at a clothing factory. A year later, she landed her dream job at a slaughterhouse, cutting out the internal dream organs job. of animals. So journalist Peter Lallor wrote in Bloodstain, this is his true crime book that covered Catherine Knight, that she loved her job so much that she hung her first set of butcher knives over her bed just in case she ever wanted to use them. And eventually, she did. While working in the butcher shop, Knight met David Kellett, a raging alcoholic, much like her father, who was prone to fistfights. Used this oh kind of boy. violence, Knight surprised her new beau when she joined him in one of his drunken scuffles. He soon realized, however, that Knight was capable of doing more than a little damage with her fists. Before long, he found himself being dominated by her. In 1974, she convinced him to marry her. He was heavily intoxicated the entire time, and her mother even warned him about her daughter's temper, saying that Knight had a screw loose somewhere. Wow. On their wedding night, Knight and Kellett consummated their marriage three times. Jesus. Get it, get it, get when it, get it, get it. When he fell it. asleep, Knight wanted a fourth round and took issue with her new husband's exhaustion, so she started to strangle him. Are you kidding me? This is on their wedding night? <laughs> yep. And this isn't even the one she murdered. Bitch, you can't fuck This is me like her times. first marriage. Um, <laughs> Kellett woke up and managed to fight Knight off, even though she attempted to kill him only one day into their marriage. Their union lasted for more than 10 years. Wow. Their marriage, however, far from perfect. You don't say. Callet was often unfaithful. I'm sorry. I would I would be like, whatever you say, ma'am, whatever you yeah. say, ma'am, whatever you say, ma'am. Like in he a really, corner, I mean, Jesus. Like a he once even left his wife and their two daughters in the middle of the night after discovering one of Callet's affairs. Knight placed their two-month-old infant on the local train tracks shortly <gasps> before a train was due. The train did not come and the infant was spared and also threatened several people with a stolen axe. Stolen? Like, where did she need to steal? And she just go buy one. <laughs> she was also diagnosed with postnatal depression after witnesses saw her violently pushing and swinging her second child in a stroller down a busy street. Pretty sure this is, was not postpartum depression. No. This is something much it's bigger than that, ass. people. Crazy she spent ass. a few months in a psychiatric hospital where she told nurses that she intended to kill a mechanic who had fixed Kellett's car because that made it possible for him to leave her. Was this prior? This is before. This is her first how husband. Is, how is this woman walking the street? Yeah. She's not anymore. <laughs> Despite his threat, Kellett took Knight back when she was released from the hospital. Their reunion didn't last long, and Knight went through a period of deep distress after Kellett finally did leave her. In 1986, shortly after breakup with Kellett, Catherine Knight jumped into a whirlwind romance with David Saunders, a local miner. This is guy number two. Mm-hmm. Within a few months, Saunders moved into her and her two daughters, moved in with her and her two daughters. However, he kept his apartment. The night became and Knight became incredibly jealous and suspicious about what he did when she wasn't around. Like her previous relationships, this one grew quick toxic and violent at one point she slit 
the throat of his two-month-old dingo puppy in front of him just to show him what she was capable of. Oh, my God. Still, they stayed together (laughs) and even had a daughter a year later. (laughs) However, Saunders left Knight shortly after the birth because she had attempted to kill him with a pair of scissors. She She then met a man named John Chillingworth. This is guy number four. They stayed together for three years and had a child, Eric, Knight's first son. While no violent incidents had been reported about their relationship, it ended after Chillingworth learned that Knight was having an affair with a man named John Charles Thomas Price. The beginning of Catherine Knight and John Price's relationship was without complications. He had two older children who lived with him and seemed like Knight, and he made enough money as a minor to keep her comfortable. They moved in together in 1995, and things were going smoothly. However, when she suggested they marry and he declined, she turned violent. Knight framed Price for stealing things from his company and got him fired. Though he initially kicked her out, a few months later they started seeing each other again. However, this time he refused to let her move back in. According to their friends and neighbors, Knight's violence then began to escalate. In February 2000, an argument between John and Catherine culminated with her attempting to stab him in the chest. He took out a restraining order against her in an attempt to keep his children safe. Towards the end of the month, Price let on that he was concerned for his safety and told his co-workers that if he ever went missing, it was because Knight killed him. Wow. In February 29, on February 29, 2000, John Charles Thomas Price, this guy has a lot of names, like you, um, came home from work <laughs> and followed his usual routine by checking in with the neighbors before going to bed at 11 o'clock. Knight came home shortly after, made herself dinner, watched TV, showered, went back upstairs. She woke Price and, had, and the two had sex, and then he went back to bed. Then Catherine Knight took a butcher knife from next to her bed, where she had always kept them, and stabbed Price 37 times. Holy According to evidence, shit. he woke up during the attack, but he could not fight her off. He succumbed to his wounds, and Knight dragged his body downstairs, skinned him, and hung his body from a meat hook in the living room. Then This she, is some Texas Chainsaw Massacre crazy shit. shit, right? <laughs> then she decapitated him. And cut up pieces of his body to cook in a dish with potato, pumpkin, beets, zucchini, cabbage, squash, and gravy. Mm, that sounds good, though. She then made a dish for herself, though the half-discarded contents later found at the crime scene suggested that she couldn't finish her meal. She then <sighs> lay down next to the headless, mutilated corpse of Price, took a large number of pills, and she passed out. Price's co-workers had it, uh, heeded his warning the next morning and called the police after he didn't show up for a shift. The police arrived to find Catherine Knight's gruesome crime scene and immediately detained the comatose Knight. Once she woke up, she claimed to have no memory of the night before. In the kitchen, police found Price's head boiling in a pot of vegetables on the stove. On the table, they found two full plates, each labeled with a name. In horror, the police realized that Knight had planned to serve John Price's body parts to his children. Despite her claims that she had no recollection of the night John Charles Thomas Price died, Catherine Knight was quickly charged with his murder. On October 2001, her trial commenced, but it did not get very far. For reasons that remain unclear, Knight changed her plea to guilty, and the judge adjourned her case without testimony. She was escorted to prison that day, and the judge ordered that her papers be marked never to be released. For the first time in history, a woman in Australia was given a life sentence without parole. To this day, Knight nevertheless remains her, maintains her innocence and refuses to accept responsibility for her actions. Catherine Knight was uh, has appealed her sentence before she was denied almost immediately. She's still serving her life sentence at Silver Waters Women's Correctional Center. Dude. Dude. Yeah. How horrific you is see what that? what this bitch looks like? Yeah, like, I do. But touch. honestly... 
this is this is where I'm I'm so confused. Okay, that's that's what I pictured. She's crazy. That's what I pictured. She's I pictured crazy. that. She's crazy. There are so many things that this woman did. Yeah. Prior to all of this craziness. Yeah. Why are we all talking to each other? Why wasn't oh. this person locked up? I just, but also went went into like institutions. You said, yeah. How is someone like this continuously re- released? Yes, released. I, I I don't understand. And also too, like she's obviously a good manipulator, and she was abusive. Yeah, men. If you're being abused by yeah. a woman, yeah, get out. Fucking run. Get out. Women. If you're being abused by, run. Get out. Just run. Yeah. When this shit happens, you need to go the opposite way. I mean. I, I I don't know how like little small things can turn into massive things like like with like small abuse like yeah. oh well he just you know he didn't mean to hit me or he didn't right, or, right, right. or she didn't mean to hit me you know what I'm saying yeah run yeah run I mean I I thank God I've never been in in a, a relationship like that yeah but I always wonder if I was it must be real it. Women that are smart still stay out of fear. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know how you get out. I know there's help, but how, I don't know how you make that first move. That's, I guess, what I'm saying. Because I, 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 I was in a relationship that was abusive. Mentally, physically. Physically and mentally. Physically. And when, when you need to not be afraid of, like, reaching out to someone. I mean, it's, it's probably what's going to save your life. Yeah. Luckily, I got out. Um, way before anything got super, super crazy. But who's, you know, not to say that, that person's going to, whatever, but it could have like seriously yeah. injured me. It could have ended up in the hospital. And it's, it's yeah. you know, no matter, you're so blind when you're in it. And it's like, you're, you're, you're like led Is by it blind like, or is it fear? Blind, fear. You know, I had my own issues of like, why don't you love me? You don't love me. You don't oh, love me. You know, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. So like, there's so many factors into it. Um, that that play, but I don't know why this fucking woman was walking the street in the first place. Like anybody, anybody yeah. that was close to this woman that right. knew her fascination with like knives and right. shit like that, and her obvious like like attitude. And her like, kids, like, didn't her kids want to warn somebody or weird. like try to get their mom help, or were they afraid of her? Probably afraid. They were afraid of her. Probably. I mean, who knows what she did to her children? You know, dude. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she didn't get custody. Maybe the the men got it. I mean, shit, I don't know. She's crazy that is nuts <laughs> well on that note guys <laughs> yeah women women are crazy they kill much differently than men do oh, yeah. it's like way wicked i do find like women uh murder cases a little bit more interesting than men i think because they are they're so brutal they're so they're brutal. so brutal they're they're like they're just vicious i mean i feel like women like it doesn't take it takes us a, a lot to snap yeah <laughs> so i feel yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> unless you're Catherine knight yeah yeah <laughs> that doesn't take much. Beware, everybody. It's a, he wouldn't marry me, so I'm going to cut his head off and <laughs> boil his balls. <laughs> oh my god! But she kept his skin on a meat hook in the living room, like she had everything perfect. Like she took every. She like literally. Well, that was her dream him. job. Her dream job was to work at like a. That's where I'm like, where do you get that? Like I, I read everything was perfect. Like she literally just took like like everything was perfectly done. I don't even know how you do you do that. It was meticulous. Just imagine the smell. Uh, the smell, like like the blood, like. I just I I I I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> and the more that I try to like understand how someone's capable of that i just like oh more and on the i read on the on plates like that were supposed to be served to his kids were each was a side of his butt 
It was oh. like a like a, like a like a slice of buttocks that was like meat, like a steak, a butt steak was well, put on the ha- plate. Okay, but she knows how to skin an animal, yeah. so she knows what parts of the juicy are what. And she I like guess. she just she just literally it was an animal to her. By that time, 100%. it was just That's it. it was her job. It was her yeah. work. What she did at work. Nuts. She was like, "Well, this is the, everybody likes this part, so we're gonna put the." She fucking she she clocked out. She, she did. clocked out. She did more than she, that, and she fucking remembered that shit. Of course, oh, she did. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't remember it. I don't remember. I what was happened. sleepwalking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it don't work. <laughs> <laughs> we don't believe you. So enjoy the rest of your life in prison, you crazy bitch. Yeah, throw away the key. Yes, I'm pretty sure they oh, did. Oh, that poor man. Those poor I kids. No, uh, no, those poor kids. Could you imagine? No, like your mom. Who's your mom? Well, uh, actually, we don't talk about mommy. What happened to your dad? He died. How did he die? Dude, my mom, mom. my his girlfriend beheaded him and cooked him in Dude. stew and served me his tushy. I mean, did he not see the signs of like her being complete? Like, this is where I'm I'm having a a, a little hard understanding because I feel like men would leave a relationship of a crazy woman. Maybe they're well. I think some men like that shit uh, yeah, right yeah, yeah, men yeah. stay in abusive relationships too yeah yeah maybe it's like a turn on erotic or, i mean or, if she yeah. wants to fuck four times a day that's probably why he stayed with her right yeah, yeah true maybe it was as simple as that <laughs> if he saw he was he's not like he's getting any like yeah yeah she was assertive dominant yeah yeah, yeah. and he worked all day and then he got sex when he got home dude Except for this night. So you wonder why I stayed. That's why I stayed. Yeah. Uh, well, who knows? Uh, yes. Crazy. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sending in this these awesome cases, yeah. you guys. We love it. Now I'm going to go um, not chop up my husband. <laughs> Unless he's very naughty. I'm going to check on you, David, later. I'm going to eat his ass, but not in that way. <laughs> Signing off. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Murder in America is a true crime podcast that covers stories from all 50 states, including stories of mass shootings, serial killers, and lesser known murders. Do you find yourself doing more research after listening to a true crime show? Well, Courtney and I used to do the same thing, and that's why we created Murder in America. Our podcast dives deep into each case. Our storytelling will make you feel like you're right there within the case with us, watching it all play out. And we do not shy away from the graphic details. If you're a fan of true crime, then listen to Murder in America on Spotify now. Every town has its dark history. Hometown Ghost Stories is a paranormal podcast that goes town to town all across the globe, exploring the world's most haunted places, tapping into the dusty archives and the darkest corners to bring you the most terrifying stories of real people and their harrowing experiences. Hometown Ghost Stories dives into the history of haunted locations and investigates why and how these places earned their terrifying reputation. Rob, Dave, and Jesse go live every Tuesday night after an uninterrupted documentary-style breakdown on the case, followed by an open discussion with live viewers. Subscribe today to listen to Hometown Ghost Stories on your preferred podcast platform or watch the video version on YouTube and now Spotify. Head on over to the Bloody FM Podcast Network and check out Hometown Ghost Stories, if you're brave enough. (laughs) 